Yeah. I said, whoa, whoa. This is crazy shit. I was going to have with my sky dweller and the same shit. <laughs> yo, I swear to God. I, just I was going to call you back and be like, yo, tell that nigga don't wear no uh, 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 um, callous shit. I'm wearing that shit. Yeah. that time to, to get to get cattle that luck. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know? But anyway, we're, we're going to just get into um, nah, whatever. Whatever conversation yeah. shit. Whatever. Um, you don't, um, don't even practice. No, just talk. Just, uh, yeah, you I'll, did three and a half in the years, right? Three I did three and a half. half. I did six that's months, three and a half, and another six that's months. Well, right, I got you, got you. So, yeah. Oh, you so you did three and a half straight? Yeah. Yeah. Then what, I came home, year? and then I got violated. Uh, yeah. What was that? Fucking 90. What, right after uh, t- the, uh, the Tupac shit. I right, remember when Tupac shit came out of Juice, and the movie theater got shot up in Queens? That was me. Right. Damn. Yeah, that was me. Remember when was, I, I never even told you that. No, right. Yeah, because I mean, it's nothing to brag about. It's nothing to brag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nothing to brag about. But like, I, I don't know. I would just. I was talking for on camera. Come what on. year? Yeah, uh, that's right. 92. 92, right. I think, so, something like that. Let me yeah. just roll something real quick. You guys have your phone solid? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got my, yeah, my shit. Solid. Stay on solid. <laughs> Yeah, this is E engineer. He's the engineer, everything here and all that. They got the beat yonders and all that. Who bang beats? Okay, cool. Got Got Dog in the Yard, take one, season four. What up, what up, what up? You already know what it is. Your boy Pistol Pete, and you already know it's that Dog in the Yard. And today we got that boy NRE in the motherfucker. That's right, baby. You know what I'm saying? Straight out of Queens. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it fucked up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Drink champ, smoke champ. Yes, sir. All that on deck. What's up, Nori? I'm hanging in there, man. Good to see you, man. Very proud of you, bro. Very proud of you. Yeah, my brother, too. I I, I, I salute you in a whole different vibe. Same way. Um, I'm very, very proud of you because. uh, what you doing taking your own life in your own hand mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing a lot of brothers don't understand how beautiful that is you know what I'm saying just Facts. you know what I mean um, standing on your own like you know you, you being down with a conglomerate being down mm-hmm. but what makes you great is what you do on your own and Facts. I've been watching I've seen the Steve LaBelle joint I've been watching you mm-hmm. know see, seeing what's going on so uh, I think I've seen the Big U joint it was just just Big U, right? It was Big yeah, U yeah, and somebody. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Oh no, I, I think Joe and Khaled was there that, that time. Yep, or something. Yep. So I'm watching what's going on. I'm trying to fuck with you on the audio. You know what I mean? So just yeah, in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, in yeah. case, man. You Facts. know we got we got that audio. Um, so, but we definitely um, gonna talk. Cause I'm doing my yeah. my my my, right. my they want um, my documentary on wow, the audio. Wow, wow, that's hard. That's hard. What, what, what's the name of the documentary? Um, the life and story of Pistol Pete. Okay, Pete. that's fire. That's fire. You know what I'm that's why you already know right NRE what's up man I'm good man I'm good I'm happy like I said man let me ask you one question before we get started have you ever met the other Pistol Pete yeah oh you met him okay alright cool so what was y'all relationship like you should eat say that for drink champs alright cool nah nah that's your shit I just wanna know I'm curious I'm curious cause y'all both two legendary Bronx niggas that shit gotta be clear like a lot of people be confused and shit yeah exactly exactly but I'ma give it to you okay yeah yeah tell it's your shit come on I met I met when I went to MDC in Brooklyn okay oh yeah that's the fed joint yeah the feds in Brooklyn um, he came and shit. I was with all his cold defenders and shit right. like that. You know, it was a whole bunch of them. Right. So they was with me and all that. I came to the building. They want me. They threw me out of MCC in, in Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. He, they said, "Yo, this nigga too strong. We gonna right. ship him to Brooklyn. Wow. Hopefully he be all right. Wow. Over there, he don't really know nobody. Wow. Same shit. God, yeah. day was all good. And Pistol was uh, uh, he was upstairs 
and his, mm-hmm. one of his coldies came, he was like, yo, Pistol wanna meet you, man. Right. He's on the gate, you know uh, what I'm saying? He's like, yo, so he came to the gate. Uh, he was like, yo, man, what's up, legend? What's uh, up, Pistol, man? Uh, yo, it was a pleasure, man, you know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, Damn, I heard so much about you. Uh, I was like, me too, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, said, I, said, I heard a whole uh, bunch of uh, shit. Uh, and I, you know, and the most important thing out of all is that uh, you're a stand-up individual, right. and you're good, and you're holding it down, right. you know what I'm saying? So I wish you a lot of luck, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you stay up, and you you know right. you stay healthy and all that because you know this shit gonna be you know it's gonna be rough. Right. He said, no, I know. He said, damn, it was a pleasure meeting you, though, right. man. Right. He said, I said, you repping, you repping the name, so you know, right. do you? Right. He was like, that's what that's it fire. is. Man. He said, yo, love pistol, and we vibe, we laugh, we. It was all good. That's fire, bro. That's fire. You know what I'm saying? Look, I helped y'all out, man. A lot of people wanted to ask this question. Nah, they've been asking that question yeah. for a long time. They be, everybody be trying to like, yo, what's up and this, that, but how, you know, nah. You don't man. drink, right? Nah. Okay, cool, cool. Let me just leave it here for a look. Nah. <laughs> Unless you want to drink. I, I don't, nah, but I'll drink one. I'll take uh, one shit. I'll, 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 I'll take one with you, yeah. Which one you want to open then? Nah, get the, what, this one? one you like? I'll do this one. Here, come on, open it, Diego, please. The first bottle. Yeah. You know and then we're going to leave this for you, yeah. for the dog in the yard. This is okay. the most expensive one anyway. This okay. is $590 a bottle. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So we're leaving that for the dog in the yard. That's what you know is. what I'm saying? Yes. Work it up. But yeah, uh-huh. no, we, um, uh-huh. so, you know, let's get right to it, no man. No problem. Um, did, you know, I know that you've been in prison before. Yeah. Back in, uh, uh, 92. Yeah, um, uh, I'll just get straight to it. Um, it was crazy, um. The day that I got, well, this is, I'm going to tell you the crime. I've never spoke about this officially. Like, my, my, it's a dude that's um, down with my company uh, named Tito, and he's been trying to get me to talk about this crime for years. Well, anyway, Tupac came out with this movie called Juice. Mm-hmm. I went to what's called a matinee. I don't think they got matinees no more, <laughs> but matinee. So I went there at like 11 o'clock. It was a crackhead from my hood. Um, excuse me, that was in my hood from Bushwick. I had an empty 38. The crackhead walks up to, uh, excuse me, I had 38 bullets. Right. The crackhead came up to me with an empty 38. It's like, yo, I got this for sale. So I was like, and he gave it to us because he knew nobody had bullets, but he didn't know I had the bullets on me. Mm. So, as I put the shit in, I, I, I put the, as he gave it to me, everyone else is looking at it, but I put the bullets in. I told the dude, I said, yo, I want to see you run. So he goes, what? And I just, I pulled out and I was, mom, mom. He didn't actually run for the first two shots. Like he looked like, cause he's like, he was surprised. Cause he's like, no, you don't got no fucking, there's no bullets in there. And then, so anyway, that day, salute. Salute, salute. To dog and y'all, So that day I had adrenaline. I was just running around. I had a, a thirty-eight rusty thirty-eight. I had adrenaline, and um, I went to the movies. So I went to the movies. That Bishop character fucked me up. Like, here, leave the bottle over here because I want the shit to shine. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, looks, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah. So um, what happened was. This movie theater doesn't exist no more, but it's across the street from um, uh, it's Queens Boulevard. Right down the block is where they filmed Coming to America, McDowell's. So anyway, it's a dude that, uh, I was out stealing bikes. I was out stealing bikes when I was a little nigga. And I used to go to Corona. Corona's not soft. I used to steal bikes in Corona. Cause I was Puerto Rican. I was black and Puerto Rican, but I knew enough Spanish 
to fuck with the Baldies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To come around the circle. To come around. You know what I'm saying? So motherfuckers knew. So I used to steal bikes. So the dude caught me stealing a bike one day, and he was from Corona. So he's like, yo, little poppy, let me help you out. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'm like 11 years old at the time. So I'm, I'm, this is how bad of a kid I was. I was riding one bike, and I'm holding a whole nother bike. So the dude, one home. I'm bringing one home to the, to, to, the, to the project. So the dude is like, yo, I got you. So I got you. I'm going to bring it to the, uh, I'll bring it to Junction Boulevard later. So I'm like, all right, bet. I think we had beepers back then or some shit like that. He gave me his beeper number. He never beat me back. Mm. He never hit me. So I didn't see him until I was 14. And I'm in the movie theater. This is my second time going to see Juice. Same day. I'm hype. So I see the dude, and I remember my boy Outlaw. To this day, Outlaw, Trey Outlaw, I owe you. Because I had the big nine on me. And I wanted to use that. I was the nine or the four fifth. It was the, you know, the same type of look. Right. So Outlaw seen that when I seen the dude, so Outlaw grabbed it and just put it in his shit. But he didn't know I had another joint. So anyway, but, but, to get, get to the point, Dude sees me outside. He's like, yo, you still mad at me? And I'm like, yeah. So I pull out. I had, I had a 22 later. Earlier I had the 38, but I had a 22. And it's crazy because when I shot, I shot six times. I only hit him twice. But the other four was in the gas station. So the gas station sued me. I didn't even know. Like They, they said that I was reckless endangerment because had a, a shit missed and hit the gas tank, I would have killed the whole fucking block. How old you was? I was 14. Word, I was 14. That's the reason why they wouldn't use my name. Like, when they reported it... Yeah, they couldn't use your they name. They couldn't use my name because I was I was too young. So I didn't go to the island. I went to Sparfit. Yeah, went to Sparfit. Okay. I went to Sparfit. To the Bronx. I was in... Uh, this is my, my second time in Sparfit. Well, this is my first time. Excuse me. I did six months. Then I got RR'd. Then I didn't know how to get a lawyer. I was an idiot. So I thought RR meant you beat the case. <laughs> I was like, out the door. They said, you you leaving. I'm like, oh, shit, I won. I had no idea. This is the first time I got snitched on, too, bro, because I know I'm bouncing around. But So when, after this shit happened, the police came to my house. And I remember I didn't throw the jacket away because the jacket was so fly. It was a feline jacket. It was ski. It had the yellow lines. In the so after I shot the dude like a bozo, I thought the jacket was still good. Like, yeah. I didn't know about gunpowder. So the police come to my house, and they're like, yo, they, they cool as shit. They're like, yo, bro, they calling me Poppy because that's my name in my hood. They're like, yo, Poppy, yo, um, um, you know, they saying that you did shot him. But if you get take you to the hospital and he don't say you did it, we letting you go right there. Mm. So they didn't even put handcuffs on me. So I was like, all right, cool. This guy's a G. Yeah, I'll never forget it. I walk in the hospital room, this dude is eating Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> the way he was comfortable, I knew I was going to jail. Like, the, cause I'm looking, like you're supposed to be uncomfortable. Like, they supposed to be questioning you. But he's sitting there like, <sighs> he's like, yo, what's up, Pop? And I'm like, so I didn't want to make eye contact because his energy was too ill. So he goes, yo, I'm going to see you in 15, 20 years, all right? And then starts eating the Cheetos. So they go, is this the guy that shot you? And he looks at me, and I, I, when I do make eye contact, and he just takes another Cheetos and goes, absolutely, officer. Ooh. That's the guy that shot me. Right in your face. In my face. That's back in the days for And this is, this is, he's a tough guy. This guy's not yeah. no. You, I, you didn't expect that. You just, I didn't expect that. So immediately, boom, I go to Sparfit, 
but mind you, the crazy shit is, what I didn't realize is he's handcuffed. He had cracks on him. Mm. So when they, you know, I didn't realize he was handcuffed. Uh, so he went to jail too. He went to jail too. So he like, let's take them all down. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's like, we all caught. But yeah, we all going so, down. So, um, so I was like at the spot for his man's and I'm saying, yo, send the word to the island. And I'm like, I didn't know what that meant. They're like, send the word to the island. This nigga's on the island. Niggas think he's right. He's 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 to be fooled. He told on you. You got paperwork on the dude. Yeah. So I didn't know how to send the word. It was uh, I think it was Cheng Bing. I think it was Cheng Bing. With Cheng Bing from the Bronx, linked up with him. Linked up with him. Me and him. He was about 14, 15, in Sparford together. And I I said I had to tell niggas from the from the BX. Niggas from the BX got the word, and that's when he had. Uh, problems on the island. That's when he tried to drop this shit. Mm. But once the state, the state got like they had this. Yeah, they didn't want to let that shit go. Yeah, they ain't let that shit go. So, so, so what happened with that? What, 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 what went up happening? So what happened was, um, I had got all, uh, and then the state picked it up. So, I copped out. They were still as a minor, so I had to do three and a half years. Mm. I had one and a half to four and a half. Wound up doing three and a half. I went to. To, so I'm still 15 because I didn't go to the island yet. So what happened is, I did like a, a one and a half, two, two and a half years, and then the dude died. So when the dude died, they automatically attached me. I had nothing to do with it. Right. But he died around my way. He died within 14 blocks of, of, of uh, so they brought me downstate. That's my first time going to the island. Because mm. now I'm, I'm, and I'm on the island 15, 16. This is C74 out of this. This is not, this is not no game. Like I'm, I'm, by the way. This is not regular at by, all. By, by, by the way, when, I'm up, know, when no, I'm up north at, at the 15, 14 year old Harlem Valley, that's where all the, the juveniles from the island is going. Mm -hmm. So these niggas is ripping your face every fucking day. I'm there, you know, Sherman the Worm, Ching Bing, um, who else? Uh, 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 Mac Moten. Uh, who else was in there? Anthony Jamont, Jamel Simon. These is these is dudes that's, that's just there forever. Uh, Paul Rivera, uh, Harlem dude. Um, I'm I'm there with the Central Park Five. You know what I'm saying? Like um, so, like I said, I w so I went downstate. So when I went downstate, when they brought me down, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm supposed to go back to Sparfield. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, oh no, you're adult now, homie. So. Man, that's that's my story. Where, 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 where was your where was your um where was your upbringing like like as far as you had your mom's your dad I had, yo, listen, you know your brothers siblings and all yeah. that like where it was at when you, when, you, you, well, when you was getting in trouble like this like my, your mom's my father like my father was the ultimate Puerto Rican uh I'm talking, when I say the ultimate Puerto Rican I'm talking about with the tail three earrings five hundred thousand tattoos never wore a shirt <laughs> like. Played handball all day, Newports, and when he did have a shirt, Newports right here or Newports right here on the yeah. side. So he was just like my mother was the exact opposite. My mother didn't understand street life at all. Like I, I tell you like this, before my pops died, he got to see my very first global historic record, which is Super Thug. Mm. And when he saw it on TV, he had to come up to me and grab me. He was like, "I'm so sorry, Papito." 
And I and I said, why are you sorry? He said, I thought you was lying the whole time. <laughs> like he thought I was lying being a rapper. He thought I was gonna be a piece of shit. Yeah, he, he thought whole, you was like, on a whole different vibe. <laughs> so so around moms, he was fronting like he really believed I was yeah, a rapper. Yeah. But he didn't believe me this whole time. So oh, it, was, it was it was heartbreaking. He was just going with it. He was just going with it. <laughs> when he actually saw me on TV, he grabbed because my father was an affection. He was not an affectionate guy. Because this is like the first time he hugged and hugged me. So he went and let me go, and he's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, why? And he's like, I, you know, I thought you would be a piece of shit the rest of your life. Wow. I didn't think you would, you know, he's like, you're my son, so I can say this to you. He wasn't a great kid. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, shit. shit. you was busting your gun at 14. <laughs> yeah, so. Like, shit. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but that's what it, really what it was. And um, So how your mom's was taking all this, being that she wasn't fun to speak? My, mom, my mom's is a square. My mom's is, um, she's, not, she's not about that. Like, she would come up every Sunday every visit, every, no matter where I was at. And, um, uh, yeah, so it was different. It was difficult for her. It was hard for her. I'm yeah, sure. very hard imagine. for her. You yeah. have siblings? Yeah, I got, I got a brother, sister, and I got an older brother in Chicago um, that's like uh, straight Puerto Rican. And they were all, they would all show me support. Like, again, um, are you close to them? Do you, yeah, do you talk I, I, to them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spoke to my sister uh, two days ago because my sister's very religious. And that's what I cool. believe DMX is, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. whenever something happened with DMX, I call all my family that's, you know, that believe in, in, in Christian, yeah, in the Christian course. faith. Yeah. And I ask them to pray for them. I ask them because, you know, I'm sorry to get into a little dark area, but like every time I'm around DMX, I feel like God is watching us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that shit is like some spooky, scary shit. Like, I jump yeah, in the yeah, car yeah. with DMX before I'm talking about we drank 16 bottles straight. And I drank, I jumped in the car with him, drunk as fuck. And felt safe. Like, felt safe. I felt like God was driving, not him. So, you know, when something happens to him. So, right now, the way yeah. his conditions and what he's going through and shit right now, at this point, which you must be, like, really I'm, fucked up about I'm it. terrible. I mean, you're pretty I, close to him yeah, and shit. I, I ain't gonna lie. I spoke to him two days ago because I I, I sent him a contract. Because, you know, like I told, like I said earlier, yeah. I'm starting um, our own audio shit. Right. So we agreed on the television, and we agreed on the, um, the visual. So I was only closing out the audio part of my deal with him. And he called me, and he was like, uh, he was like Yo, um, just, just take out the Earl Simmons. I, I, I want it to be bloodline. So I was like, all right, cool. Because, you know, if you if you homies, you don't put nothing in your name. You go do an LLC. That mm -hmm. LLC builds your credit, builds your company name. Facts. And I told him that. And he called me back and he said, you know, so that's where he wanted the contract to reflect. And then as I'm calling him, calling him back, I didn't, excuse me, I didn't call him back. I called Craig back and Craig didn't answer. And then I fell asleep and then Buster called me at 1231. And my bedtime is like eight, nine o'clock. I'm up. I'm up. Serious. I'm six o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm done. I'm there um, with you. Yeah, with you know what I'm saying? Same I, thing early me. in the morning. So yeah. when Buster called me at 12.30, I knew something was wrong because he knows my bedtime. So I woke up at 2.30. I didn't want to check my messages. But then I woke up at 4 because I couldn't sleep. And I looked at all my messages, and I was just like, damn, bro. You know. Did it surprise you? Yeah, it surprised me because... You thought he was really over it, right? Yeah, but you know what it is? We got more demons in New York City when you're from New York City. Facts. The thing is, I noticed that. Like, when I go to New York, 
Because me, I'm not a dude that don't answer my phone. Like, if you call me, I'm going to answer. Yeah. I'm, and I'm going to tell you whatever. So when I go to New York, I'll be feeling so obligated to see certain individuals that really I shouldn't be seeing. Mm -hmm. I'm just seeing them because I'm in town. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm just in town. I don't really belong with these guys. Not like I'm better than anybody. I'm not saying that at you're all. You're on a whole different But I'm vibe. just saying is certain, like if you're on the block for 18 years, you don't really have a plan. You don't want to be on the block for 18 that's, years. That's what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So like, and if I reach out, actually that's my fault. That's my mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look at Chink's Drugs and you look at Stack Bundles, these dudes got killed in their own neighborhood. Not their own you know, city, their own actual neighborhood. Yeah. Which lets you know, like, we stayed too long. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, sometimes we, 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 we feel guilty for winning. Mm -hmm. So you want to give back, which is great. Giving mm -hmm. back is great. I love it. But don't give back so much that you take away from yourself. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm... No, nah, I get it, Nori, because yeah. I, I, I yeah. you know, I deal with a bunch of, you know, street mm -hmm. guys, and sometimes right. I feel like I be in neighborhoods where it mm -hmm. be... Should be loaded. Should be like the precinct, man. Mm -hmm. Guns all over. Mm -hmm. Yo, pistols coming through. So you know they extra focus, making mm -hmm. sure that I'm good. And mm -hmm. you know, but it's I guess it's my fault. Like you said, right. sometimes you know we we at fault for being yep. loyal. Yep. For being just being loyal, because that's Yo, all. Listen, that's there basically. is a such thing called being too loyal. Yeah, it you is. Know, yeah. So, yeah. So you you become too loyal, and then mm -hmm. you at fault for you being too loyal mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you want you don't want to get one of getting hurt. You yep. don't want that you know dudes that be they're unappreciative to you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You go through a lot. Trust me, man. Mm -hmm. I know about that, yep. the, the whole New York demon shit. You yep. know what I'm saying? And that's the reason, you know, I, I come and go. Yep. I love that's New York. I, we love New York. Yeah, I love New, New York. York. I'm, I'm never going to not be from New York. Me? We, 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 and we will always rep New York. But when I heard what happened with X, and then look at the hospital. Just look at the hospital where they at. Mm -hmm. That shit is right by the projects. Yeah. That shit is around the corner from the projects. From the hood. Yeah. From the hood. And let me just tell you something. DMX is the most purest person I ever met. Like he don't even know how to lie. Yeah, he doesn't even he know, doesn't how. know how to lie. Like I tried I to get him you. to lie. I tried to get him to like, yeah, you, so you're gonna you're gonna show up at uh, uh, 805, and he'd be like, I show up, show up. <laughs> like he won't look at me and like yeah. say, because he knows he's not gonna show up at 805. He knows he's gonna come at 845. So I'll be looking at him like, so 803, you gonna be there? He'd be like, I'm gonna be there around that tone. But he won't commit to the lie. Yeah, and yeah. I just, I'll be, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's so. So much of a pure soul that, like... He's genuine, man. Super genuine, man. Super genuine. Well, you know, man. listen, man. All yeah. our praise is up for him and all that. Yes. We, I got a bunch of people praying. I pray mm -hmm. for him. You know, I'm a Christian myself. So, right. you know, I, I say I pray for him all, all day. And he's a great... He, and he rep God. Yeah, you know what I'm nah, saying? So, he, he's God. So we, we all expect for God to be there right now, right? Yep. So, yep. you know, they just leave it like that. Yeah, for you real. You know what I'm saying? For real. But, salute. um... Salute. salute. So, um, Nori, salute. man, you know, mm -hmm. um... Yeah. um so you went to you went to jail. Mm -hmm. You did three years and a half. Well, let me just, let me just your Rikers Island experience. Okay, let me let, let me skip over this because I'm working and this is in DFY, right? I'm working in the joint and this is guy who comes up to me. Well, he's named now named Sherm the Worm, right? But back then he was just Sherm. Mm. So he comes up to me and goes, "Yo, man, you remind me of my friend." So I say, "Who?" He go to this guy named Kayan. So I was like, all right, cool. We meet up, we go to the church. Church in, in this DFY is called Billy Wade. So I'll never forget it. For Billy Wade, we in there. And I meet who Kayam is, and that's who Capone. 
That's how me and Capone met. Wow. We met in Billy Wade Church in DFY. In DFY. Trading weed. Because I said, yo, you got that's weed. That's juvenile detention, <laughs> right? Juvenile detention. For those that don't know, juvenile <laughs> detention. Well, so that's why I, I met. Um, and just for people that don't know, um, Sherman the Worm was supposed to be like a, you know, big jail, blood dude. You know, he's from um, Queensbridge and moved to left rack. But he's the guy who actually, you know, got me and Capone together. Look ahead. What was the question? Then he changed. So, okay. so, no, so, so, so now, mm. so... You did three years and a half. Yep. Now, I, well, like, I did like almost the three years. Then, like I told you, Homeboy died. When Homeboy died, they shit you back. that's when they, they sent me downstate to go to court. And then when they realized I ain't had nothing to do with it, like right. I just, you know. So how long you wasn't in the island for? When like, you, that was like six months, maybe four. And how was your experience at Rikers Island? Uh, that was the wild shit. That was the, the wild shit because I, mean, I... First I, date, second date. It was it was crazy because um, you got to realize Rikers Island's in Queens. Mm -hmm. So... I'm passing through my hood like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm, nigga, that shit might as well be in Arkansas. Because it's although it's right there, it's Anybody? not there at all. Yeah. It's on a fucking, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so uh, they say it's East Elmhurst. They're lying. That's not East Elmhurst, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, East Elmhurst, Hazen Street, I believe it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They're lying, bro. That shit is a whole nother world. So when I got there, it was great that I seen all my dudes from Sparfit that had it locked down. But it's, it was real. Like, you had to just put it, like, the phones was real. Like, to use the phone was real. Like, you had, it had to have a certain time. It was prime time. Did you ever went through altercations? I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie, I let us know about any event that you went through. That's what I want to know. Not on the island. Not on the island. On the island, I actually knew everybody. Anybody so, you haven't seen in months. Yeah, so, I, so but <laughs> I actually had more problems in DFY okay. than I did, uh, did on the island. So on the island was more smooth because you knew a lot of people. I was smooth because I knew a lot of people. And then, um, yeah. And what's so. the craziest things you've seen on the island? Like you, you can share with the public. I, I'm gonna tell you, it's not even on the island. I'm gonna tell you, this is this is I didn't even know Fat Joe, but it was a dude named Raymond Montez. I think that's his name, Raymond Montez. He's from Brook Avenue. And the only time they used to let us go in each other's cells was when we got um, commissary. So everybody can, you know, I give you some hydrox. You know, you say give me some Twinkies or whatever. One time, Raymond Montez. He took a piece of cardboard and he said, they all, they all called me left racks. I was like, left rack, come in, I'm gonna put you on, don't tell nobody. So I right, bet. He put a piece of cardboard and he put it in the vent. And this motherfucker can see, he can hear everybody's cell. So he knew, the only thing I didn't respect from him was he knew who everybody shit, but he was a thief. He wasn't a robber. Uh -huh. I respect a robber. So what he would do is, He'll go and he'll go and he'll put the. He made me more of a worse criminal, by the way. This is yeah, yeah, he woke you. <laughs> he did not. He did, this was not rehabilitation, bro. When you could take a piece of cardboard and you could put it to the thing and you could tell me what Kuda Dre is doing on the other side of the room, yeah. and you can hear it. Like this was the illest shit. That he made me a worse criminal. Him and this guy named Chubbs from from Harlem. But um, that was the illest shit. Like that, like just because I thought you know at the time I was just a Queens dude, right. I didn't really go to to, and you to the was Bronx. What, 16? I'm I'm 14. I'm 14. I'm 14, 15. Okay. But I didn't really go to the Bronx. To me, Bronx was was far out. To me, you know, I went to Harlem because of weed. Uh, I didn't go to Brooklyn. I had no reason. I went to Albee Square Mall. Okay. I got fronts at Albee Square Mall. But um, <laughs> that that was really it. But me colliding with these other barrels, mm -hmm. they made me a worse nigga. <laughs> they yeah. made me a worse. I'm sorry. They made yeah, me a worse yeah, yeah. worse. Like instead of like. 
Because first of all, jail does not rehabilitate you. You rehabilitate yourself. Facts. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to get better, you're like... You don't want to change, you ain't never going to change. Some of the worst some of the worst things that could happen to somebody is going to jail and not having problems. Mm -hmm. Because those dudes just go right back. Like, I knew a dude, I want to say his name, you know, he passed away. Um, but I knew a dude from my hood, like, he didn't feel comfortable home. Like, yeah, he was yeah. home. I know a whole like, bunch of them like that, yeah. yeah. It's always some, like, mm -hmm. the hood, mm -hmm. you always got two or three of them that mm -hmm. they, they stay in prison. They'd they rather be in prison. They're yeah. like, yo, man, nobody yeah. gonna feed their you whole at three life, they, like, Either what? they sniffing dope mm -hmm. or they back in jail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, Novi, so when you came home, what, what year you came home after, after you know, going through your uh, Rikers Island experience and, well, and DFY and all that? I came home late 96, early 97. And how I old you was? six months to get a job. Mm. This is why hip-hop is a beautiful thing. First of all, my P.O. violated so many people, the feds came and got him. The feds gave him a job. That's how good he was violating. Yeah, like, yeah. He was just a violator. <laughs> he should have been down with Chris He was Light. a king P.O. <laughs> he, was, he just... Like, he used to come, like... Like, this nigga used to just... I used to go to his shit, he just grabbed my balls immediately. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, for real. Like, on some, in front of everybody. Like, yo, job. get against the wall. Yeah. Like, boom, like... Yeah. You know, I know niggas that go to went to their parole offices with. So you can't go straight to I that. I, yeah, I went. I went straight to it. Um, and it was crazy because, mind you, when uh, we was up north, me and Paul went to board together. I got hit with eighteen months. They let him out, and you know you happy for your man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you sick in the inside. <laughs> Nah, you be sick, right? Yo, sick. Nah, it's a fact. You can't sleep that night. Yo, you all fucked up that day. I'm happy for the dude. I'm like, yo, you go home. They give you a day yo, and everything. No, he's a funny motherfucker. They give you a day and everything. They, they, they said 18. I said, damn. And the date that they actually did give me, I didn't want to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, yo. And the poem is happy, and I'm looking like, wow. And so the good thing is, you know, poem never. I'm gonna be honest. Pone wasn't obligated to hold me down. Like he wasn't. We were friends in jail. Yeah. Most people would just be friends in jail, and that's it. That's it. They come home, they forget. We see you ten years of later. Course. So yeah. when I came home, this is like a uh, like I said, a year and a half, eighteen months later, maybe. I came home, and I go to Queensbridge because me and him, we didn't have numbers. You know, numbers wasn't the shit back then. Right. So I go to Queensbridge, and they like, who you talking about, Capone? Because I called him Kyam. Uh huh. I'm like, you talking about Capone? And I'm like, what? And this this dude was signed to Faith Newman, uh, the same person who signed Nas, and like, Pone wasn't rhyming in jail. So I was confused. Like, he rhymed, don't get it twisted. He just threw you off. But I'm like, wait a minute. And when he found out I was home, he was like, fuck this solo shit. That's why, I, you know, I held Pone down. That's fucking He was real. like, fuck this solo shit. That's this real. is the real artist, because... Alright, oh, damn, I'm skipping around, but yeah, this is what made me a this what made me an MC. At night, this is when I go to JU. This is when you came home. No, no, this is this is JU, this is still in uh, um, Harlem Valley. Okay. Now J Unit is only Brooklyn and Bronx niggas. Right. Anybody from Queens, Long Island, you're having a problem. Mm -hmm. All of these niggas is temp murders and murders, right? They 15 and more. They also the college unit. So if you get into the college, this is the unit you have to go to. So we're in J unit. I think uh, Pong, Cheng Bing, all of them is our unit. That's the other one, right? 
So in my unit, this is kid that's the man. His name is B-Wise. He's, he running through. He's smoking motherfuckers in the cypher. I'm, at nighttime, I just write rhymes. The Brooklyn niggas are seeing me. The Brooklyn and the Bronx niggas is like, yo, what's up, B? What you be doing at nighttime? Like, you know, I'm vibing to Hot 97 because I would listen to Hot 97 mm. and I would write the rhymes over the beats. So they ain't like me, why? So they just like, yo, let, let, me, let me hear this shit. Mm. So they start the whole shit in the yard the next day. They're like, yo, Left Rack is the man. B-Wise, we running you up out of here. He's like, what? Like, tell him we can battle right now. And I had never had a battle before. So I'm like, this is a battle in the yard. Like, he's, everybody got knives. He took that shit to the yard. Everybody got knives. So I'm like, and the Brooklyn niggas just started. Like, they just, they just don't want him to be the man no more. They don't really care if I'm yeah, they good. Done. They done with yeah, him. they just done with him. So I'm, but they throw me, the, the, I'm the dog in the yard now. Yo, so I'm like, know, yeah, threw you so, out there. And I remember, I remember this rhyme. I'll never forget this shit. This is what made me win. So he comes up to me, he goes, he says shit. But I remember, like, he's not applying his words to me. You can tell all his rhymes is written. Mm. So I say some shit like, yo, bro, them braids or some shit. Like, I, and everybody, oh. And I go, yo, I don't give a fuck. Because when I was six, I did a stick up in the Tonka truck. And the gel went crazy. <sighs> and every, <laughs> me feeling these people. Yeah. And it was like I was in the Apollo even though I was in jail. Yeah. And I was like, that, 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 that noise, I love that shit. I want it. And that, from that moment on, I knew I would be a rapper. I didn't know how. You you was onto something though. I, I knew, I knew, I you knew. Had it. Yeah, I knew, I knew I was gonna be a rapper. I knew something. So then but, you came home a year, what? And then I came from home that point. I came home late ninety-six, early ninety-seven. So right? Capone's so home. I, and I and Capone's home here, he has a he has a deal. He says, um, chill, I'm gonna wait to do the Capone and Noriega shit. My PO Listen, I, and I, I never said this. Never said this. Only on dog and I, I actually went to McDonald's in Queen Center Mall. Swear to God, filled out application and all that. They didn't want me. <laughs> I was that you thirsty. Get job. I couldn't get a job Damn. at McDonald's, bro. I up. was fucked. Up. I was like, yo, it's over for me. Like I plan. First off, the reason why they they paroled me was I used the address with nonviolence. I used a Seattle. My mom's and pops lived in Seattle, Washington. They had, by the time I was in jail, my father wanted to start a new life, so he moved to Seattle, Washington. When I used that address, it was Tacoma Federal Way, Seattle, Washington. They was like, you gonna live here? I was like, yeah. They said, if you live here, we'll parole you. I said, yeah, I'm living there. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. You tell them anything. So I had six months, actually, to get my things together, and I had to get the hell out, or I'm going back to jail. So like I said, Capone did that. P.O. stressing me. And we do a freestyle on Hot 97. And the freestyle on Hot 97 led us to the record deal. Mm. And the record deal led me to freedom. So hip hop literally saved my life because had I not had that, I would be a guy living in Seattle, Washington right now selling fireworks. Mm. Dead serious. No joke to that. Wow. No joke to that. I swear to God. Um, and yeah, so hip hop saved my life. Came home, uh, did it, and then got violated because even though that was a job, mm. me and Capone were both parolees. 
We weren't even supposed to be yeah, together. Was supposed to be, yeah, I wasn't supposed to be together. So that was a problem. Especially for your super peel. Yo. Listen, and he signed off at first. At first, he's like, all right, cool. Because, you know, you get a job. They got to they gotta sign off. His supervisors, yeah, yeah, you everybody. Mm-hmm. But when they realized I was supposed to mention that, I said, I ain't supposed to mention that. I don't know his background. And that's the truth. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you don't even think about it. Yeah, I don't think like that. And they're mm-hmm. like, yo. And it's crazy because Poe and P.O. was mad cool. <laughs> like, Poe had the exact opposite feel. <laughs> he was mad. And I, I had the dickhead. But then Poe got, then what happened was, I, I before I had that P.O., I had violated another P.O. But then, let, let's not go to that. But then Poe got caught with the guns. So when Poe got caught with the guns, this was his, his second bit. I reported to to parole like I always do, pissed in the cup. And I'm just this guy. I'm sorry. When you say pissed in the cup, for those that don't know, yeah, I had, for the, yeah, for yeah, the I, had to, I had to, I had to piss. I, they had to make sure my urine was clean. And like, like I said, this was super PO, so he's like this at my joint. He looking like this. That's his supervisor. Yeah. So, so I pissed, and he asked me. He goes, "So where's um Kyam at?" Like, I don't know. Maybe she asked his, his pro officer. Maybe he knows. He's like, so you don't know where he's at? I'm sorry. This is just who I am. Yeah. So I'm like, no. He's like, so you don't know your partner's in jail right now for five guns. And I'm like, really? I'm acting it out. I'm sorry. I just, I just got my Denzel on. I was like, really? <clears throat> Obviously, I knew he was in jail, but that's not my job to tell you your yeah, job. You're not there to volunteer no information? So immediately got me against the wall, handcuffed me put me on a bus to go back, and his supervisor came and was like, yo, what did you do? I said, I just was, you know, whatever, whatever. And his supervisor said, yo, uncuff that man. Uncuff him, man. He can't He can't be guilty by association. Like, if they were together, if he was in the same facility when his partner had yeah, the guns, he would have been arrested with him anyway. But he said, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, um, the guy's on a, r- a righteous path. I swear to God, I ain't say nothing. I was just sitting there on child. Wow, you know, you, you know when, you get, when you get violated, they put you next to a whole bunch of other niggas that's just violated. Yeah. You're sitting there like, yo, what you here for? Like, yo, man, I pissed dirty. you like, fuck. And then the other dude is like, yo, man, I lost my job. Forgot to tell him. The other dude is like, yo, I got locked up. And I forgot to come home and tell my PR I got locked up. Yeah. But I'm, so I'm the only dickhead. They're like, what are you here for? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, my you partner got locked up. Yeah, he got locked up, and they like came and got me. So that was that was a rough that was a rough rough time for us because I they wouldn't get, let me off parole. Like I was like the first meat mail. It's just I ain't have Instagram. I ain't have Twitter. Right. Like they just he wanted to just keep me on parole. He just wanted me to violate because that's that's a real. If I keep you job. on for a year, you're gonna smoke a blunt. You're gonna. Mm-hmm. You're gonna piss outside. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. do something. You're gonna eat the red yeah, light. You're, sun. you're gonna eat a red light. You're gonna do something yeah. that's gonna put you back. And the fact is, I just was like, I was just avoiding that shit. I just was avoiding it until I got off. And I t- kid you not, the day, the day, be- the day before I got off, Capone's PO came to me and was like, "Yo, your boy got picked up by the feds." And I'm thinking he's saying, like Capone or something. Like he's like, "No, he violated so many people." The feds said, "We're impressed." <laughs> Wow. You with us now. You with like, us now. We getting you now. Yeah, that's crazy. You graduated. Word. So he wow. went to go do his bed. And, yeah. what, and, what, and what you did during the time that he went to jail, I mean. Who, Pong? When no, Pong? you. What you did. Ah, uh, what happened was. Uh, this is crazy. Now you home and he's in jail. I'm home and there was a guy who we both love. 
by the name of Big Pun. Mm. And Big Pun, I didn't know what to do as a solo artist. First time I met Big Pun, he asked me, he said, you Puerto Rican? And I said, yeah. And he said, so take the ice girl off, Papito. Cause me and you gonna be friends, and uh, cause you know I'm on guard. I don't, I don't yeah. know Joe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, know these, is, these is these is big Bronx niggas. They in my yeah. session. Uh-huh. First thing Joe says, which one of y'all got shot? And Capone reaches out. I'm like, what the fuck? You raising your hand for? Like, <laughs> no one brags about getting shot. Like, what the? and then Joe's like, yo, I got shot over here, and they sharing their war stories and shit. But I, I was just like, whatever. And then Pun goes, which one of y'all Puerto Rican? And I go, me. He go, come here, yo, bro. Stop with the ice grill, man. Like, cause, cause you know, I'm just on point. He's like, yo, we gonna be friends, man. And well, anyway, get to the point. Pun calls me to the session. Um, all the terror squad is there, and mm. he had this record. And he's like, yo, I want you to do the hook. And then right there, I was like, came up. What, what? Making it happen. I'm rapping on the corner of the possibly going platinum. Classic. I'll be ready to ride. I'll be ready to ride. And I never, I never seen nobody disrespect a full budget like that that day. Like, I'm telling you, pun was like, yo, you, 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 you want some food? And I was like, what? I never knew that studios had food budget. Yo, Pun had like a $5,000 food budget or something. I don't know what. His shit he was at a restaurant. Crazy. I've never seen nobody order like that. And then it was a guy named Nas Escobar. It's these, these two records changed my life. Because, all right, all right, we're skipping over a whole bunch of shit. We yeah, dropped the not, War yeah, Report album. Skip. We dropped the War Report album. And everybody says the War Report is a classic now. Everybody says how good it is. You motherfuckers was not around when it dropped, bro. Because mm. that shit is a classic now. I didn't feel that shit. I went right back to selling crack. I got off parole, went right back to selling crack. Mm. A dude named Akinelli drives by me. He, he sees me make a sale, Akinelli. So Akinelli says, how much you got on you? I have $500 worth. I'm an idiot. With an album out. Classic album out, selling $500 worth. So Ak says, you got $500 on you? He says, you got $500 worth? He said, I said, yeah. He says, give it to me. So I give him the $500 worth. He gives me 500 bucks. But he takes the shit and he throws it in the sewer. I thought it was disrespectful. I was like, at least get the shit out. <laughs> like, I cooked the shit out of this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, he's like, you know, I want you to come with me on tour. So I started doing shows with Ah. But um, I don't know what to do as a solo artist. But then there's this guy, Nas, who was on and Jungle. That's big them both up. Right. They were on the war report, but they didn't clear it. So they sitting around doing this album called The Firm. And they say, yo, we're going to fly you out to uh, Miami. This is the first time I ever heard of Miami. Ironically, we were here. Right. I was like, you don't fly me to Miami? I was like, I went and watched Scarface. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Monday call came, they didn't call me. Tuesday came, they didn't call me. Mm -hmm. Wednesday came, they didn't call me. Thursday came, they didn't call me. Friday came, they didn't call me. By Saturday and Sunday, I done gave up. Tuesday, the next week, they hit me. Yo, can you come to California? I said, yeah. So I go to California. Um, I was supposed to have a session on Wednesday, but I got there Tuesday. I came there a day early. I walk in the session, it's a nature session, and Dr. Dre is sitting there playing beats. And I'm amazed. I'm like, holy shit. I was just in jail, coming home. I'm here with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre says, yo, you got something for this? And that beat comes on. That's when I go in. 
Norby know this, yo. And Norby know that, yo. But Norby know that. Why? Because Norby bucked that. I rap can make you famous. Mm. And when that record dropped, between that and you came up, it was over. The rest was history. The rest was history. Everything was history. Everything Capone was Capone was still in prison. Capone was still in prison. I made Capone, the executive producer of my... I'm the guy who invented that. I'm the guy who invented... Making your homie from jail. Yeah. Executive producer. Giving him that vibe. Yeah, giving I, that look. I, when he came home, he came home to a tour bus, came home to a fucking, don't don't judge me now, but a limo. Limo was the shit back then. Like, right, right now, yeah, that nigga's yeah. laughing at me saying limo. Yeah, limo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, limo was that limo shit. Limo was the shit back then. And I, and I did it. Right. I did a bit. Yeah. So I knew he didn't want to be around a lot of people when he, when he got out. So I had him, I had FUBU, I had Echo, I had all these dudes sitting on mad gear. And I had him a tour bus, and I said, yo, listen, I know how it is when you first come home. You're probably going to need some time by yourself. So I had a whole limo for him. You know, we rented out the top floor at the Marriott. The, uh, 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 at the time, Marriott was, was a shit, too. And Times Square, we went, you know, I did it real, real, real big for him. So he like, was good. Like, when Branson was out, like, listen, bro, that motherfucker had just as much Branson in jail as we had on the street, I promise, unless the bitches were stealing it from him. But he had bitches coming to see me, and they used to put that shit in the so, y'all men. So the question here, you never uh, looked back on getting jail time or none of that? Nah. What you, what you said, I said? You, from that point on, you never looked back as far as oh, yeah, going back to prison, oh, no, getting nah. back in trouble. Nah, I didn't want to. Right? None I of that. I didn't want to. Nah. Um, and, was, what, and, and what would you tell... Those individuals that 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 don't have that 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 support that you have, you know, coming home and and, and be able to you know get on and you know have your talent. You had a little talent, you know, right. obviously, right. And, and they scooped you up and took you on. You know, a lot of people but, don't have. But that. what I tell them, what I tell them is, first off, in life, you have to be your first fan. Don't expect a fan. You don't need your right hand man to support you. You don't need your left hand man. If you don't believe in you, no, you can't convince nobody else to. So that's the real deal. Like, I know, I just interviewed Cameron, and Cameron said, he wakes up in the morning, he looks at himself for 10 minutes in the mirror, and he says to himself how much he's the man. Well, I laughed about that, but that's not funny. Like, that's actually what you should do every day. You should wake up and say, I'm the shit. Because if you believe you the shit, then someone else is going to invest in you and to make sure that you're the shit. See, in, in order for you to, right. the way I look at it, in order for you to, to, to be the shit and believe that you're the shit, mm -hmm. you got to be able to love yourself. Exactly. That's the same thing I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yep, same thing I'm so, saying. Because that's just the way it is. If you don't love yourself and believe in yourself, mm -hmm. then how you expect Pablo, Julio, and, yep. you know what I'm saying, Charlie to believe in you. Yep. You feel yep. me? Real talk. So, so, that, so, so you look at that, so that jail time and that, that, that three years and a half and all that, mm -hmm. that, that woke you slam up and said, this is not it. Yep. And not only that, I'm gonna tell you something. Is you know I grew up poor. I was rich in family, but I grew up poor. I never had a time. I never had a chance where I could just order food and do whatever. Like rap, like I said, rap really saved me. My first five thousand dollars that I made off of rap, although I made more money on the street, it felt right. No, that it felt comfortable. That legal money, it just was like you know what. And to tell you the truth. I love the rap. So it's like, sorry, like it's like... You get like, paid for something you love to do. You love to do. Like, let's, let's say you love clipping your toenails. Yeah. And somebody comes to you and says, I'm going to pay you for clipping your toenails. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, what's, what's this idiot? What's this, what's this problem? Mm -hmm. But when the guy says, it's 50000 a toenail, you're like, wait a minute. This guy might be serious. Yeah. So that's the crazy shit was, like, I didn't know... Like, hip-hop is a billion-dollar world. 
Anybody who can't get money in hip-hop, that's their fault. Because that's like going to a whorehouse, right? We know they're selling pussy in here. Facts. Right? Mm -hmm. So if you only got $50 and you can't get it off, you're talking to the wrong person. You're in a whole house. They mm -hmm. here to hold. Mm -hmm. You have so what I'm trying to say is that's what hip hop is. Like you gotta make some money. You gotta you gotta come in there because you gotta work and put the grind in. I'm gonna tell you something that 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 is the realest shit I just learned. People will pay you for your coolness. These other people got money. They don't got coolness. Facts. You understand what I'm trying to yeah, say? They to don't you? have no swag. They don't have swag. Yeah, hell fuck like, no. you don't know how many billionaires I know. I know. Yeah. Millionaires I know won't go to a club without me. Because mm -hmm. you know why? They can't even get in. They can buy the whole club, but they got to wait online like a record because they got billions. But their face is worth nothing. Nah, it's nothing. It's worth nothing. I know dudes that with billions, they'll wait for me. And oh, you, you want to go out Thursday? And I'm like, yo, why the fuck you need. But when I, you think about it, Facts. they don't they don't have that swag. They need that Nori swag. And I don't mind the bottles is coming out, look like I'm popping it. But these these dudes are being there. This dude got a boat the So how long before you took before before you really took off that you came out with the with the with the with, with your album and, and went gold? Uh, you know, be uh, like, get, let's get to that. You that know, was nineteen ninety eight. That's success. That's nineteen ninety eight. That's the best year of my life, you know what I'm saying? Um me, pun, uh Cameron, um, uh, corrupt. Uh, DMX, uh, we was going at it. We was like, I mean, that's the best year of my life. Um, it's the freshman cover. Mm. Uh, and um, shit, Pun went platinum first. Mm. Uh, excuse me, DMX went platinum first. DMX disrespected all of us. <laughs> okay. Shout out to DMX. But then, then Pun went platinum. Pun, let me tell you something, bro. Pun was the first person that taught me what a wire is. Mm. We in Vegas doing some dumb shit. Like when they said they used to run, run trades, they wasn't lying. Like for real, no. Everybody's, it's all, it's all past seven years. Everybody's, holy moly, but TS was about that life back then. They, they had fun. So we in Vegas, I think me and Pun off show was like, we both picked up like, I think he picked up like 17 and I picked up like 12. And we blew to all of it. We was that young. Like we picked it up and just spent it. And that's why, like, we used to, like, like Joe used to be the fun police to us. Like, we used to be scared to hang around Joe because yeah. Joe used to be like, yo, hold your money. Yo, save your shit. And we didn't want to do that. Like, we were 21. We were 22 years old. We wanted to, we thought we was going to make money for the rest of our life. But anyway, one day we was in Vegas, and he goes, yo, you know what a wire is? And I was like, what? He's like, watch this. And he called Steve Ripken. He hit Steve Ripken with the illest story. I forget what he said. But it was definitely made up. <laughs> it's like, yo, me and Norby stock. <laughs> and Steve Rifkin wired the money. And I never seen that shit before in my life. Like, <laughs> you know, like we in Vegas and he wired the money, bro. He wired the Early. Money. That was um That was for lack of a better term, I know I said it earlier, that was probably the best of my life, like, just going through that. Like, right now, you know, me re reiterating having success with the podcast this is my second best. Mm. But, um, well, my third, because I loved Reggae Throne, too. I can't front. When I started doing Reggae Throne and people weren't getting stabbed at my shows, I kind of liked it that. Because I, I used to think oh, my show is, is not good unless they fight. Mm -hmm. Like, what, 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 what? I'd be looking like, no one's fighting? 
bang, 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 bang. All right, there you go. They fighting now. My show is hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And I went from that to doing reggaeton, and reggaeton was a, another wave, and then my third wave is, is is podcast. So how you get to, so so you never look back, mm -hmm. came home, sold albums, mm -hmm. did great. Um, then mm -hmm. at one point you 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 uh decided to do your podcast. You know, at one point in your life you felt it was the need to 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 bring something to hip hop as far as you know you know drink champs. Well, I tell you, um, and this is really for the, your listeners. This is really for the people that think me and EFN had a whole different show on Sirius Satellite that didn't work. And if you go look it up, it's on YouTube. It's called Militainment Crazy Raw Radio. It was on Sirius Satellite. The shit did not work. Mm. EFN was relentless. Like, this is great. This is great content. It's just we got it on the wrong platform. Mm. This is what EFN was stuck on. So, this is what I'm trying to tell y'all. The first time, if it don't work, do it again. Do it and keep trying. So, we did the same exact show. If you look this up right now, it's called Military Crazy World Radio. We have Tiger Bone, we making noise, we got the same exact characters, just, it's just we didn't have guests. So, uh, the second time around, um, it was this guy named, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say his name, a guy named Tack Stone. I went and did Tack Stone's show, and when I did his show, Jay-Z called me. And Jay-Z was like, yo, you know, boom, boom, boom. I ain't gonna discuss too much because you know that was within us. But he was like, yo, you know, I think you should make that right. So I was like, you know what? If I was wrong about this, I'm gonna make it right. But when I hung up with him, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Hmm. Jay-Z just called me on Thanksgiving about a podcast. Hmm. So I was, the light went off in my head. I said, wait a minute. Hmm. He ain't called me about this dude's podcast. He called me about what I said on this dude's podcast. And then I did Combat Jack. And then after that, I knew there's something about podcasts. I could accidentally listen to your song. Hmm. I could accidentally watch your video. You can't accidentally listen to a podcast. Hmm. You got to hit that button. You got to go in there, go subscribe, in there. Yeah. all that. So I, I started to notice, and I said, you know what? This is the next wave. And just like when I did reggaeton, everyone laughed at me. Mm -hmm. And to, to, to a year and a half later, everyone was doing reggaeton. But my first year doing podcasts, everyone said this. He fell off. It's over for him. Mm. And then two years later, everybody has a podcast now. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. Everybody follows suit. <laughs> everybody follows suit. So yeah, that shit crazy, huh? When you're the first one, they're going to scrutinize you. They're going to tell you you're bozo. Yeah. They're going to tell you you're not doing it right. But stick to your fucking guns because I did that shit. When I fucked with Pharrell, people laughed at me. I brought Pharrell around. That nigga had a tight-ass T-shirt on. He had a choker this, this tight. People said, this guy's never going to work. Mm -hmm. I stuck with Pharrell. Pharrell's one of the richest producers in the world. Yeah. But I, I took the scrutiny. I stuck with Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats just sold his company for almost $30 million, I believe. I stuck with Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats came around me. They called him D Nephew. He didn't even have a name. Yeah, That's yeah. It was calling him D's D Nephew. D Nephew. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. Stuck with that. Some, uh, I saw it through. I went to Puerto Rico. I fell in love with this music called reggaeton. I came back. I was saying names like Daddy Yankee and Tego Calderon and Don O'Marlon and Winston Yandel and Zion and Lennox. And people were looking at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with the Morelito? 
What's up with the Cocolo? That's what uh-huh. they're calling me. They're calling me. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know the, I know the nicknames. I know I know that. I'm black and Puerto Rican. I know them. I know what the fuck y'all call me when we're not around. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, really? Y'all don't know these guys. It was nothing. And then two years later, everybody, even my brother, Fat Joe. Fat Joe came to see me in my mm-hmm. studio and said, fuck reggaeton. So he knows, he knows, I get, he came to me and said, they ain't never going to love you like you love them. And you proved them wrong. He, no, he was right. That, <laughs> on that situation, he was right. Oh, they, no. they never did love me how I loved them. But he was wrong in the fact that I had to sacrifice me for my people. Mm-hmm. Like, I love being Puerto Rican. I, it's not no fucking, I never said I was yeah, black. It's no secret or nothing. I yeah. never said I was Puerto Rican. I always been black Rican. I love that shit. I love it. I love eating chicharron I mean, and pollo if you con know, hueso. But if you know your history and all that, yeah. period, I love then it, you man. know that we all black too. Yeah, you know exactly, exactly. I mean, that's only for the ignorant people. But, I, but I'm just what telling we're here you, for to enlighten them. I love growing up on Willie Colon and Hector Laval, and then the next day listening what? to Mark. ハイヘルメットいやアーリーアーリーユカスウィッチアップマモンズポーロバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバトレイワバ
You don't get in contact with Jay-Z. Jay-Z gets in contact with you. He hollered at me. But he said, you, huh? Oh, no. oh, okay. He said, but I know you. You a hustler. You ain't you ain't let it just go right there. I said, mm-hmm. no, nah, I did. <laughs> he mm-hmm. said, you got a tie to something. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to walk into the breakfast club, Pete. This is real talk. I got 2.5 seconds to, to think this out. Yeah, to get it right. And God said to me, what, what, what new record are you doing? It's God. I swear to God. God talked to me. I said, what new record are you doing? I said, I'm not planning on doing the record. So God said, Jay-Z said he owes you a favor. Give that favor to Fat Joe. This is All The Way Up remix. I don't know if y'all know where I was going. So, now we knew you was going. Hurry up, E. So, um... Yeah, this is a good one. So I say to myself, you got one Jay-Z favor. No one gets a Jay-Z favor. No one, bro. Even Jay-Z's friends don't get a Jay-Z favor. They don't ask him for favors. And he said, I owe you one if you do this. And Fat Joe calls me. And he says, I need this. So I call Bleak. I say, Bleak. About to walk in the breakfast club, and I want to give them my undivided attention, so I'm not answering the phone. I need you to, to do this. Bleak pulls over. He says, wait a minute. He pulls over. He's like, yo, I just seen Fat Joe two months ago, and Joe still had an ice grill on. <laughs> Listen to me. That's my brother. It's over. He doesn't yeah, He doesn't want no beef. He's like, all right, just want, do me one favor, Nori. Can I speak to him first before I put him on the, on the phone with the big homie? That's Bleak's only request. Mm. Plus, he wanted to speak to Fat Joe. I he wanted guess. to make sure he was good. <laughs> he wanted to make yeah. sure. And I had already told Joe, I said, yo, Joe, if I do this, it has to be over, over. Joe's like, yo, it's over, over. And my point of being, my point of bringing up this whole thing is I put Fat Joe in front of me. Mm. And from that moment on, Drink Chance was number one in the country, 71 weeks in a row. 71 weeks, bro. 71, yeah, let's that's make some right. noise for that. Let's give him a 71 that shit. And, um, you work for that, that shit. That was, but I'm telling you, what it was was God put me in a position where they said, do something for somebody before you do something for yourself. Before you do something for yourself, and you're gonna be blessed. And I will never have another Jay Z favor, ever. <laughs> See, you got it in already. But, but when I listen to All The Way Up, that's the only thing I um I hate with All The Way Up is, and I'm saying this, Sean Beckers, I don't care. Shit, Joe shots out Beckers before he shots me out. He goes, Beckers, yo, Nori. And I'm like, Beckers worked for this man for seven years. Yeah. Beckers drink red wine with this man. He could have brought you in the room with this man. You asked me for this favor. One sec, I did it for you in two minutes. Mm. And it was over. No disrespect to Beckers. Yeah, I love yeah, Beckers. Yeah. yeah, of course. But Beckers could have did that move. He right. had 12 years to do it. I did it in two point, two, two minutes and 15 seconds. Mm. Swear to God. Swear and, to God. And it went down. And it, and it went down. God bless Beckers. That's my man. I love Beckers. Yeah, yeah, all blessings. He's, he's yeah. Greatest cigars and greatest red wine in the world. But... He could have hooked that up way faster than I did, but I did, and I, I never want anything back because, like I said, since then, 
Drink Chess has been number one and never and, and never looked back. Yeah, you've back. been blessed. And never looked back. Of but like, 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 like you said, God wanted me to do something. Now he wants you to do that. Yeah, of and, course. And that's my brother. That's my brother. Fat that's Joe. what's up. And it right. felt good. It felt great. No, no felt not great. even good. It felt better. Yeah, it felt great. That's, that's what I'm better. saying. That's, that's the I'll way. never have a Jay-Z favorite yeah. again. <laughs> Word. That's real. So, no, so, so, so now... um. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, mm-hmm. you been home. You got yeah. drink champ popping. What right. else you got going on? Well, uh, to tell you the truth, the biggest thing, um, they say to you know be successful, you're supposed to have seven, um, incomes, right? Mm-hmm. Seven ways of, of getting money. Right. I'm gonna tell y'all like this: drink chance has been so much of a blessing that drink chance went from my number seven mm. to my number one, mm. and it's it's allowing us to expand. So, like we just got offered the network, meaning where we could take your, 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 I know you said you got business sign or somebody, but we could take your shit and bring your shit to Revolt. Take your shit, bring your shit to yeah, Titan. Yeah. Take your shit, bring your shit to Mass Appeal. Take your shit, bring your shit to uh, uh, anywhere, anywhere, right. direct and have make deals. And I think that's what makes me great, is making somebody else great. Me being great on my own is okay. But me, you know, being able to, you know, uh, you know, partner with ESPN. Expand your blessings. Yes, that, that's 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 all it is for me. It's like, you know, um, I sat around with Puff one day. <laughs> I went to his house and he said, he said to me, you know, Nori, sometimes I'm too rich to care. And I had never heard no shit like that before in my life. He said, sometimes I'm too rich to care. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm nowhere near that. Nowhere near that. <laughs> Nowhere near. I Me care. So, I care. That's. I guess. You know. I. I guess that's how. That's how for or that's how down for. But we care. That's the difference. So I'm between sitting us. here with this guy and this guy. This is he does he does the illest shit to me in the world. Like Puff never. Puff J and Nas taught me more from watching them than them schooling me. So Puff says to me, "Yo, come sit on on the money couch." I don't know what this is. So he takes us to the money couch. And then the shit is all red. He goes, you're not blood, right? I go, no, no, I'm not gang, nothing. He's like, all right, cool. And he just, just some dude named Alfred or something just pops out of nowhere. And Puff goes, I don't like, there's too much red. Change this shit. And within three minutes, the whole fucking room turned turquoise. I don't know how the fuck this shit happened. You don't know where he had the furniture where, where it yo, came from. This shit just turned a whole nother color. I sat there, I said, this is the level of rich I want to be. Mm-hmm. Where if I don't like the color of something, just change this shit. And there's a dude named Alfred. I didn't even know how he came out. Alfred yeah, just yeah. came 2. out of three seconds. And I was just like, wow, this is beautiful, man. This is beautiful. Hey, Norby, um, let me ask you, um, uh-huh. would you, how you feel about prison reform? Do, do um, you know what prison reform is? Oh, right? yeah, that's what Meek Mill and them is doing. Like when people come home, right. giving them job opportunities. Right. right. And um, and in prison, meaning meaning changing the system or how corrupt it is and how you know they keep us in prison and you know yeah. shit is in jail because jail jail is you know it's corrupt. Yeah. So how how we you know how important you think that is? I think I think I think um, uh, putting people a lot, a lot of times uh, when people even go to jails because they ain't have opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Like everybody in the hood is not a criminal because they want to be a criminal. Everybody in the hood is a criminal because out of necessities. Mm-hmm. Like they need to be a criminal because they have to. They want to prosper in life. So that's really what it is. Like I think that if I had a chance to rap at thirteen, I wouldn't have sold crack at eleven. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was selling crack at eleven years old. That's terrible. 
Like when you think about it, I look at my kids now. My kids, I'm about to celebrate my Noah's. You know what? That birthday. is horrible. I was selling yeah. cocaine. That, that, yeah, that. <laughs> that's that's terrible. Um, and I was telling people I was 16. So, um, and they believed me. Lack for a better term, they knew I wasn't fucking 16. But even if I was 16, that didn't make it better. Mm -hmm. That was still horrible. And what I'm trying to tell you is, had I knew there was a route to take, other than selling drugs, I would have took it. It's just that the coolest people in the world was the drug dealers. Like, I remember seeing a dude named Hit Hard Todd. Uh, he had a Jetta. He had a Volkswagen Jetta. I know y'all look, look, looking I'm at me saying the Vols, Volkswagen Jetta Nori when you're out of line. Y'all don't know in the 80s, that shit was the shit. That he shit had a rag top, white, red, all red with BBS's. the BBS rims. He had the BBS rims. He used to come through with the with the with the vanilla, uh, the tree. You know, Facts. you know what I'm talking about. The um, the uh, um, um, the scent, the scent. No, he had the vanilla. Crazy. Scent. Every to this day, when I smell vanilla scent, I just want to sell crack. Like I was just like, oh shit. And you go back to the jab. I go back, yo. Look, and I'm trying to say that was the coolest dude to me in the world. Like there wasn't rappers. Right. So that's the reason why. Like, like, rappers, we actually took the drug dealer's job mm. because before it was, you know, looking up to a dude named T-Bone, Hit Hawk, Todd, Akiba, and, and things like that. But now you're looking up to Cameron, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 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 Jim Jones, Fat yeah. Joe, Nori, yeah. uh, uh, things like that. So we kind of took the place of a... I remember drug dealers used to laugh at the rappers. Like, ah. Oh. Facts. And now the drug dealers want to be rappers because, like I said, like earlier... A lot of the times, these big drug dealers, they're just ill in their neighborhood. And when they go to another neighborhood, people don't recognize them, people don't know them. But when they hang out with a person that's a, a rapper, they get into these clubs easier. They get into this. So rap really took the place of a drug dealer. Like, it really did. So prison reform is yeah. important. Prison reform is extremely Perative. important because you have to give people the opportunity. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, uh, a person won't snatch a purse if they could pack a bag. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if, if, like, I wouldn't sell a crack if I could sell a record. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but I don't, I don't have that opportunity. Most of the people don't have that opportunity. And how important is mm. mental health? Because a mental lot of us health, deal yeah. with a lot of mental health. A lot yeah. of people in prisons fucked up. A lot of people come home fucked up from mental right. health. A lot of people don't have support. They don't have their mom, Duke. They don't have a mm -hmm. dad. They don't have... Which, how, how important you think mental health it is, period, for hip-hop and... And prisoners coming home, period. Well, well, I'm glad you said that because what a lot of people don't know, Drink Champs is my therapy. That mm. is my mental health. Mm. My, my, my sitting down and, you know, conversating with somebody is the same thing as conversating with a therapist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's the way I keep my mental health. That's the way I keep balance is me sitting down having these conversations. Like, you, you came by the other day uh, when we had Big U mm -hmm. and we had Bimmy and we had uh, Deb, Anthony, and, we Trick, had the old crew. and we had Trick Trick, right? Yeah. And I had them motherfuckers laughing. I had them joking. Yeah. And these guys supposed to be serious people. Like, you see when they came out, the Bimmy was all drunk. You yep. know, everybody like, like, like. So to me, that's a form of therapy. Mm -hmm. It's for me to sit down and me and you to be sitting down and be laughing and joking. And have a good and, time. And just have a good time. I, I like... You know, that's why I, I feel like I'm a form of therapy. I like when people sit, see me and people come and count to me. They're like, yo, Nori's a good guy, man. Nori's a man of his word. Nori's, you know what I mean? Such, 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 such. Like, the, like, the other, like, like when, even when we booked this, I was like, yo, tell, you know, because I was really busy every single day. But as I said it, I was proud of myself mm. because 
I remember a day, Pete, I ain't have nothing to do. Yeah, nothing. you wasn't busy. I wasn't busy at all. Yeah, but you're grateful for being busy. I'm grateful I for know being you are, busy. Man. And yeah. that's why you're going to continue to be blessed. I'm humbled, man. Nah, facts. I'm very humble. You hear me? Word. Yes, sir. Nah, facts. Yes, sir. I, I feel yeah, I'm feeling you, you up, baby. We're going to take a shot on this <laughs> shit. Yeah, let's go, baby. I feel you on that. Nah, that's real shit. Word. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm Plenty of times. Plenty of times, bro. I'm call you. Yep. And I'm going to tell you something. Shit, it's good, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, folks. <laughs> I, I was the guy. Wait, 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 wait. When, you, when you put the cup down, just put it over there. Okay, okay yeah. cool. I was the guy that I, I forced myself into being a boss. And I really, really, really just wanted to just be me, 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 right? And I realized something. That shit is hard being a boss. Mm. Don't be afraid to sometimes be the boss here, but humble yourself. And be able to take a job somewhere else. Like me, I'm starving to work for somebody else. Me. Being yeah. a boss is so hard on me. Yeah. Because it's a lot on me. Like drink chance, that's a lot on it's me. It's a lot of responsibilities. Like, as although people love the other brothers and everybody else attached to me, people be wanting to speak to me. Mm -hmm. They be like, yo, tell Nori I want this, this, and this. And I'm like, damn. So it's, it's so much pressure on me. So I'm just letting y'all know, like I like to take the pressure off of myself at times. And um, and I, I don't mind working for somebody. I don't mind. But the therapy is there. Therapy, Do yes. drink champs. Yeah, no, that's is my therapy. That's bro. right. But uh -huh. therapy, as far as the mental health, is very important yeah. for those that yes. don't have drink champs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot but of brothers... they can make their own drink champs. That's good. You know what we're doing? Like, I'm getting with Ray J. Um... What we're doing right now, what I want to do with Ray J and Raycon is start the podcast starter kit. So if you want to do a podcast and you only got $500, I want to give you the whole starter kit. The whole So kit. you got the mics, you got the headphones, you got the engineering. You got the whole vibe. You got everything. And I want to do it under Raycon because eventually all artists will have a podcast. Eventually. Because mm -hmm. why would you go to... We love Angie Martinez. We love uh, Ebro in the morning. But why would you go to them... And you're promoting to their fans. Yeah. When you could promote to your own oh, fans. Your own fans. Correct. Right? Yeah. Just think about that. It doesn't make sense. So so radio, terrestrial radio will live forever. So Angie Martinez will have a job forever. Ebro, uh, Breakfast Club will have a job forever. Yeah. But the actual platform won't live forever. Right. Because we 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 we, we know how to promote to the people that's gonna buy to us. Right. Like sometimes getting your shit in Costco's isn't a win. Mm -hmm. Because Costco sells so much other shit. Costco sell fish. Yeah. Why the fuck are they gonna buy your knee pads? If you sell the knee pads, right. why the fuck are you in Costco's in any other place you'd be like, that's a win. Cause mm -hmm. you cause you know you're in the in the Costco's. But if these people are here to buy fish food and fish, they're not looking at no fucking knee pads. Right. Take your shit to sporting goods sporting store. Up. You know what I'm saying? Dicks. Yeah, I hate that name. <laughs> I just want to say that. You want to say dicks? I don't want to say dicks. <laughs> I hate that yeah. name. Remember, we got the Lewis Lewis gloves from there. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So um, getting back, like like I said, let me let me reverse it to you. Like I appreciate what you do. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you know you you you're down with Terror Squad. You're down with We the Best. You're down with everybody. But you're doing your own life in your hands. Facts. And that's that's what makes you. 
the ultimate boss. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes you the ultimate, mm-hmm. ultimate. And I gotta salute that. I gotta respect that. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's, and it's recognized. It's recognized because like, you're standing on your own, and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I'm in my own lane. Yeah, yeah that's a beautiful thing. My it's own lane. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My own. This, this, you know, like who else gonna speak about prison? Yep. Who else gonna talk you about the, jail? Um, then you jail have the came. um the um the book you came to my studio. I don't know if you remember this. You came to my studio with Steve LaBelle, I believe, with the hip hop. Um, oh, hip hop police. Yeah, the hip hop police book. Yeah, I filmed that. Yeah, I yeah. did that. I did. I did that before the Zana. Wow. I did that film. I did. I, okay. I love. I love the film um, business. Mm. Um, um, I, yeah, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. That's my passion. Oh, the film shit. The film shit. It's much easier. This whole shit part. Yeah. I don't have to deal with rap. artists. I don't have yeah, to deal with rappers. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I dealt with rappers when when <laughs> when, when, Cal, when when Khaled <laughs> when Khaled first signed that he tried to get the the deal at, at, at E1 with mm. Alan Grunblatt, right? Mm. I was already up there. Mm-hmm. I had a situation with Alan Grunblatt, you mm-hmm. know, for Kill, for kill All Rats, right? K-R, K-R. Yep. K-R. Yep. And um, with that being said, Norby's one of the first guys that wore K.R. That's shirt right, on that's right. Back. That's right. I want to appreciate, I appreciate that's right. you for that's that. Right. I, I, I wear another one, send me believed, some more. First one that believed in Kill All Rats, that's and right. was Norby, right. he wore Lean back, yeah. check it out on that video. He's the one with the Kill O'Rat white T-shirt. That's and all right. That. That's right. Focus. That's right. That's right. But with that being said, mm-hmm. I took Kill O'Rat, and nobody believed everybody was children from supporting it right. to being scared of it. Oh my God, you going too hard with Kill O'Rat? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. they went dumb. I turned it into something positive mm-hmm. and got a deal with Alan Grunblatt. Black. You know, right. had a great situation. Alan Grunblatt, Black. You know, I met him through Steeler Bell when we mm-hmm. became to this day. Right. We right. good, good relationship right. and all that. Right. Yeah. And um. Through his, through his issues, because he always had issues with mm. Suge, this mm. one, I saved his ass through all that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's I how imagine. it really went down. Yeah, I know. So, I um, um, you know, so with that being said, and instead of me going the route where I called Nori, called right. Joe, right. and put him on a record with my producer, right. I, I decided to help others. Right. And thought about, let me snatch up four local artists from the right. hood. Right. And give him a record deal. Right. I remember you used to have a video in Miami and yeah, shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Remember, no, yeah. But that's just the way we yeah. are. We, nah, we, we not selfish doing the people. Right thing. You feel me? But I love the film shit. Right. Like, I'm doing some that's shit. Dope. I'm doing some shit called The Box. Remember the remember Oz? Oz, yeah, okay, of course. Okay, so I got some shit. HBO. So I got some shit that I'm, I'm writing to, I'm putting together, you know, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm forming a new Oz, but it's going to be called The Box. And I'm and I and I'm happily to to announce that I want you to be in it. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? Listen, nigga, I not only want to be in it, I want to help it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's hard. So 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 yeah. so with that being said, like right. I have some people that that's really been on me. They because right. I love the pet. You know, if, right. you, if you look at the intro right. to my show, Dog in the Yard, mm. I directed that intro. Okay, this is you know you, uh, um, um, you in the jail coming cell, right? Jail, you talk, yes. you talk, talk the razor, right? Wait till you see the. I got another podcast coming out. It's called mm. Yard Talk with right. my guy that just came home from doing twenty six years for something that he didn't do. Wow, this guy named Boxing Dice, really known in New York in wow. the Bronx. So I'm putting them on. Mm-hmm. You know, and our shit's gonna be called Yard Talk. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be doing a vibe, Yard mm-hmm. Talk, a lot of talk, a lot mm-hmm. of shit like motherfuckers never saw me do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Have a lot of fun, interaction. You're on, you're on to something, bro. I'm on to something. So yeah. my thing to you is, I believe everything, you know what I'm saying? That scripted shit, though, yeah. let me just stop you right there. That shit right there is the way you retire. That, that's, no, that's the way. That's L. Like, and I like the way you described it. Yeah. Ah, so see. Yeah. I don't want you to get lost with it. Yeah, yeah, because the Oz, new Oz. Oz was actually simple to for long. Like, right. if you've never been in jail, right. you'll look and you'll be like, all right, cool. Because, right. you know, listen, and I, I ain't been to every jail, and I ain't been to every prison. 
But predominantly, no one's trying to really fuck you in jail. Like I don't like, I don't like, like, like when you in county, nobody ain't trying to fuck you in county. Like right. these guys are in here for thirteen days. Like if this guy try to yeah. fuck you, he's gonna fuck you outside. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's just you know. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so like nah. I, when people. I see certain things about jail. I'd be like, ah, oh, that's... They just a lot of exaggeration. Yeah, exaggeration, yeah. A lot of yeah. fake like shit. Like dropping the soap and all that. This like is going to be real. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Exactly. This is going to exactly. be facts, real mm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you said one of my first days. All right, you said what was one of the illest... All right, I'm going to tell you. I'm sorry. I just... It's Go ahead. Just break it down. No, we, that's what you're here for, man. Break it down. We in the showers. I'm about to go to the showers. So niggas is like, yo, left, right. Make sure you don't go to shower three. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it wasn't nothing. So I'll go. Now, what I noticed is everyone that was in there for, for rape, they would say they're in there for robbery. Mm. So it was this Christian kid. He used to come and sing for the choir of us. So, you know, we just naturally asked, what you here for? He said, robbery. Niggas just be on you. Like, robbery is just... You gotta say more to the robbery, right? Yeah, yeah, you gotta get more in depth. When you just say robbery, like, niggas just, it's just robbery and rape just go together. So they found out this kid, mm. you know, did some shit to, to a, to a uh, minor. Minor. I go in, I shower, because I remember, don't go in shower three. They just told me this. Whatever, whatever shower it was. So I shower. I usually brush my teeth in the shower, because I want to get this shit over yeah. with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, real quick? <laughs> But for this time, I showered, and then I brushed my teeth in the sink. And this dude came over, and i never seen this shit before. These dudes had wires. As he was washing up, and just whipped them with wires. And so I'm, that's one of the illest shit you see That was prison. one of the illest shit. And the CO, and everybody, everybody's in on it. Like, when you're a child molester, everybody's in on it. Like, oh, yeah. You fucked. Yeah, you fucked, bro. If you if it's one thing you can't survive, is that's, that. That's that. That's that, bro. Just for y'all guys to know. Word. Yeah, that shit right there. We do not put up with that they, one. I, I, don't, I don't give a... It can be two enemies yep. going to war, but yep. they find out that this dude is in, let's put our shit on pause. Yep. Let's whip him out, get him up out of there. Because no... Because the thing is, when they, he stays in the house, it reflects the house. Yeah. So that any nigga that's running the house, say, get him up out of there. Send him to another house. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, so that's one of the wow. Yeah, no, so listen, I'm going to uh, tell you something. It was, uh, it, it was definitely a pleasure, man, having yes, you, man. You know, thank uh, you, man. Uh, thank uh, you for having me. And, and, and you definitely inspired a whole bunch of us mm -hmm. on, on, on on every level podcast and yeah. all that. Like, you thank got you. me on it. Yeah, thank so you, So for me to be here, like, yeah. no, Nori, Nori got a part. Oh, shit, <laughs> yeah, I got to yeah. find my way, you know, which direction I'm going to go. Yeah, 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 You know what I'm saying? But I found it, right? Yeah, no, listen so, to me. You on to something. You not no. only on to something, you on to... Uh, um, a retirement. What I mean by that Facts. is something that you can just... They say you don't really make money till you make money when you're not making money. Right. You're on to the way of making money when you're making money without making money. All I want to do is just... All I want to do is just have my kids do right, man, when yeah. I'm gone. It's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? We want to leave We want to leave things back here for your kids. That's beautiful. But yeah. I appreciate you coming, man. I love you, man. man you know, I love you too, and, man. And, 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 Thank and you, you for family, me. and you yes. over-supported me. And we got to get you and, a drink chance. And, and, and I definitely need to be on I don't got you a drink chance. I don't drink like that, but you can get me on smoke <laughs> chance. <laughs> okay, okay. Because everybody that I told them, you I might go on drink chance with Nori, everybody's like, why? You, you belong on smoke chance, guy. Like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, so wherever Nori wants me at, 
I'm there. No, but you know me, what I'm saying? Let me just tell you something. I got a kite that I want to vibe with you about. Oh, but let me say, in front of your audience, you're not only invited on Drink Champs, you're invited on Smoke Champs. Not only that, I also want to push for a dog in the yard or yard talk. At least to do no, business with talk. you guys with audio. We want to audio. And here's the good shit about me with audio. You can still sell your visual, uh, your, your, your digital to, to somebody up. else, yeah. and you can still sell your television rights to somebody else. Okay. So all I got is the audio. Yeah, fact. That's it. So okay. everything else, this is a three-check deal. But again, okay. I apologize. Okay. All right, we definitely going to get with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I got a kite. Mm -hmm. You know what's a kite, right? Mm -hmm. A letter, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. when, you know a nigga hit you with the kite. So I got uh -huh. a kite reason. Okay. Uh, I know this dog of the yard, but I got a kite about Cuban Link disrespecting you oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and getting on the social media oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, being crazy, reckless with it and all that. I mean, how you take that, you know, I mean, all you, all you, all you practice is positive vibe and, you know, so for that to come at you, I mean, where we at with that? Um, you know, to tell you the truth, and that's the first time I addressed it, I, I kind of wanted to address it, I thought I wanted to address it, but... Um, to tell you the truth, when I've met Terror Squad, I, I met everybody together. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was a Pistol Pete section. There's a you know separation. Raul section. Yeah, there's yeah. a Rich Flair section, <laughs> and there's a you know different but, sets. Yeah, because this it within Terror Squad. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh but I stayed loyal to the squad. Yeah, yeah. I stayed loyal to the squad. This shit is good. Yes, yes. This is this is that good shit. So I stayed loyal to the squad. Great, thank you. I called Joe. Because the people who actually put together Big Pump Plaza is my friend. It's a guy named Super O. Super O was from uh, Harlem. And Super O hit me in Salo and said, and said, I didn't want to invite you to the actual event because I know how, I know you, you, you Terror Squad, you, you, you TS. So I said, yeah. He said, I know it would have been awkward because I had, you know, whatever he these had. other guys here. Yeah, he, 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 you know, but he didn't invite these other guys, right? They just showed up. I actually was on the phone with him as they showed up. So what happens is, I say, you know, that's great. I'm standing with Joe. I'm standing, you know, that's that's my brother. You know, Joe's yeah, you been You stand where it was loyalty at. Yeah, of course. Joe's been there Joe. for me for, forever. And you know what? He doesn't have to you ask me. You don't have to explain yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, but I'm explaining it to the audience. So Facts. he doesn't have to ask me what to go or what not to go. But I felt obligated on my own. So I said, I'm from New York City. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do my own Big Pun Plaza tribute on my own. Facts. I didn't think I did anything wrong. I go there. I take a picture. I take a video because I do it the instant video first. Because, you know, instant video is right there. Because I want niggas to know right. just in case. Yeah, you there. Like, I'm there. So I did the instant video first. I pull up. Nothing but love. Everybody comes, shows me love. I stay there. Because um, I can't believe where it's at. When I really realized where it's at, I'm like, damn, my, my bro like really made it. Like, this uh, is... He's at the right spot. Yeah, he's at the right... He across the street from the bank. I'm like, damn, this is dope. And then I post this shit. And somebody goes, oh, my God, you're three days late. And I'm like, damn. Somebody and, like oh, who? Like and this, this was just some just, oh. just some random dude. Everywhere, I talk about ninety nine percent of the shits is is positive, and then the only yeah, you person get that, that one corny hating ass, and then the one person that retweets <laughs> him is this guy, and I'm like, yo, listen, let me just describe something to you. When you have a problem with somebody, you're supposed to keep your problem with just them. When you reflect everyone else, that's what makes you a hater. Hmm. That's like. If you mad at Diego, 
You're supposed to just be mad at Diego. Like, Diego, you fucked up. But when you say, I'm mad at Diego, I'm mad at Pete, I'm mad at fucking uh, 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 Steve LaBelle, and I'm yeah. mad at anything that's yeah, yeah, yeah. affiliated to you. Yeah. Now you're on the level of being a hater. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, even yeah. though we knew you was being a hater, you're on a super level of being a hater mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm still rapping pun. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with me rapping pun. I'm not going to let anybody tell me me rapping pun is wrong. Can't. I can't. Listen, there's so many pictures of pun wearing my T-shirt because he couldn't fit it. He was too big. And he yeah, got the nobody, Noriega you around his... You had a relationship I, with him. I though, love this man. This man loved me. So... The fact is that fact that, that that he could critique me, that he he could come at me, and you know he uh the homie the dude he did he doing so much things saying, you know why I ain't allowed on Drink Champs and why well it's simple bro. Joe owns Drink Champs with us. Yeah, like it's simple, bro. Like I don't have no problem if. Y'all want to settle it? I'm not going to settle a problem that you got with, with my, my bro until you settle it. Facts. When y'all settle it, I'm more than happy to do whatever. He should know the vibe. He should that. know the as, vibe, as, bro. As a, as a street guy, right? Mm -hmm. He should know the deal. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot more things that he could be worried about. There's a lot more things he should be worried about. I get Dude, it. His energy was some other shit. His yeah. energy is just... The thing about it is, bro... That's, them, that's that New York demons. That's some demons, man. 